hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I think it's appropriate if we just lifted up our hands and begin to talk with him. Come on, the presence of the Lord is in this house. We thank you, Jesus, for what we feel. We thank you, Lord, that you have been moving amongst us, God. There's all sorts of situations, but God, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are overcomers in him. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Nothing can stand against the people of God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a wonderful touch of the Holy Ghost that we feel in this building here tonight. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn open to the book of Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. And as you're turning there, I do want to say that uh, there are several that are out here today. I have heard of numerous wrecks, uh, cars breaking down, and uh, people that are just down and out sick. And uh, they let me know that they're not going to be here tonight, but they're looking forward to Sunday. And uh, I, I think it'd be a good opportunity to pray. It's every year. I'm from the snow. I know what it is. Every year when it first starts snowing, um, there's just there's just a lot of wrecks. People aren't paying attention. Uh, and we want people in our church to be safe. We want people in our city to be safe as well. Now, listen, if somebody's gone every service uh, of every week, of every month, of every year, we're going to start worrying about them. But... Uh, if if you are in danger of coming to church, if you're in danger, uh, please stay home. We got a live streaming for that purpose, not for people to skip church. But if if it if you know that the road conditions are just too hard to get to the house of God, um, just just stay home. Listen online. Uh, just let me know you're not going to be there. I, trust me, I, I believe everybody's uh, on their way. They're saved and sanctified. I don't think evil of anybody, uh, and I know what it is. But it also uh, make a special attempt to be in the house of God every service that we can and come excited. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray right now for everybody in our church that's going through it right now. Come on. Hallelujah, Lord. We pray right now. There's been people in wrecks, Lord. We pray that you would fix the damage. God, we're thankful they're okay. There's people that are sick in their body, but God, we know that you are the healer. We're praying that you would meet them where they are right now, God. Praying for our city and, and people right now that they'd be able to pay attention and that everything would go well when they're driving, God, that there'd be safety. No one would be hurt. No one would die, God. We're praying right now in the name of Jesus because they got to be saved in the kingdom of God. And we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 20. i got to be honest with some folks. I have been nerding out on the book of Genesis uh, over the last uh, little while, last few months. And so you might find that this might be my favorite book for a little while. Hallelujah. Genesis 1 and 20. The Bible says, And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful 
and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. God said, let the earth bring forth a living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject, atmosphere. Atmosphere. Would you set your Bibles down and let's pray all across this building. Come on, let's pray. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. We are thankful for what we feel in this atmosphere, Jesus. What we are experiencing in this house right now, God. Help me, Lord, to preach your word. But God, give us ears to hear and a heart to respond to your word. Hallelujah. Multiply it in us, God. Let it be fruitful in our minds, in our hearts, and in our lives. Hallelujah. Somebody give them a hand clap of praise and a shout of victory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Shake your neighbor's hand. Greet him in the name of the Lord, and you may be seated. Atmosphere. The book of Genesis is the book of beginnings. And it is in this beginning we can go back to it we can begin to trace everything that we preach and teach all the way back to Genesis but here God begins to do what I believe is his most incredible feat and in our text God begins to bring forth life because God is and will always be the one and only life giver there is no other life giver but Jesus Christ there is no other way to have life outside of God. There is only one life giver. And I want to tell you about this life giver. When Jesus came, he said that I have come that they might have life, but that they might have it more abundantly. I want to tell you about the life that Jesus gives. It is not mediocre life. It is not status quo life. It is, amen, it is abundant life. It's an overflowing life in this life that God God gives to us we are to live in that abundant life and we live in that abundant life here on earth until we reach eternal life it is not from death to death that we go but it is from life to life everlasting we are able to come into the kingdom of God and though we might be dead in our souls and dead in our spirit when God gives life, he makes sure that it permeates to every area of our lives. Because God wants to make sure that that life goes all the way down. And here in our text, the Bible lets us know that God is giving life to the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and the beast of the field. And then he is giving life to mankind. But I want you to notice that God is, is calling for the living creatures and 
the moving creatures. And God is calling the, them to come forth in abundance because God is still interested in abundant life coming forth when he speaks. These life forms are coming and they are coming by the multitudes and God is multiplying them and trying to make sure he fills up the sea and he fills up the earth because God wants to make sure that this earth and this life is abundant and it is full. God's interested in that. God doesn't want things to be empty. You can trace that all the way through as well. But I want you to notice something. That before God ever formed any beast of the field, before God ever got any fowl of the air, any fish of the sea, you mark it down in your Bible that God comes forth and he begins to set an atmosphere. And God begins to create the environment. God wants to make sure that when I give life that there is the right atmosphere there is the right environment uh, that that life that I'm giving abundantly might be sustained. Because God's not interested in giving life just so things die. God doesn't want to give new life and new birth uh, for there to be a new death. Uh, God's not interested in just producing life uh, if it's immediately going to cease to live. Uh, God is interested in life, uh, life more abundantly, but our God is also interested in a sustainable life in Him. Oh, somebody praise Him on this Wednesday night. Hallelujah. And you'll find that everything that God creates, you look and you'll see that God, before he creates the fish of the sea, he's created, he's made sure that there is a sea for the fish to swim in. And when there is a sea for the fish to swim in, he begins to speak to the waters and fish begin to come forth. And then the Bible says that he speaks to the waters and the fowl come forth. Now, that's not letting us know that he's speaking to the waters below because we find that there are waters above and there are waters beneath. And, and God is saying that I'm going to call out of this waters above. There's going to come forth fowl. And, and then he makes dry land to appear. And when that land appears and that atmosphere and that environment is right, uh, the Bible says that God calls out of the land every cattle, every living moving beast every creeping thing that is to creep upon the earth God speaks directly to where it is coming from directly to its atmosphere directly to its environment and when God speaks to that environment what is supposed to come forth is the life that that environment has been called and created to produce I think we ought to lift up our hands for just a moment. I'm not going to belabor the point here tonight, but I want to tell you what we're doing in the church of the living God. We are setting the atmosphere. We are creating the environment. We're making sure God can call forth new life and God can bring forth new things. Somebody pray. Oh, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost. 
Come on, you've been feeling it all day. You've been feeling in this service. You're feeling the atmosphere and the environment that is conducive to life. You are feeling that thing that God can speak into and there can be healing and there can be blessing and there can be deliverance. But it all comes from having the right atmosphere. Oh, somebody praise him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God speaks to the waters above and waters beneath and the earth and brings everything forth. And that's, that's what we do see when God begins to speak to himself. He said, let us make man in our image. Some people have said, well, that's where the Trinity came in. But I want to tell you, that's ignorance in English and Hebrew. Hallelujah. But, but what's happening is you've got to look at the context. God has, always sp- God has always spoke to the source of life. He spoke to the sea, and the, fa- and the fish came forth. And he spoke to the air, and, and the fowl came forth. And he spoke to the land, and the beast came forth. Because God knew that's going to be the source of your life. Amen. You're going to swim in that. You're going to walk on that. That's, you're going to fly in that. That's going to be what sustains you. That's going to be what helps you. That's going to be what blesses you. That is going to be the source of your life. Uh, and so when God got ready to make you and I, uh, he didn't speak to the ground and he didn't speak to the air and he didn't speak to the water. Uh, he wanted mankind to know that the source of your life it doesn't come from your job. It doesn't come from the money in your bank account. It doesn't come from what kind of house you live in. I want you to know where the source of life comes from. It comes straight from the throne of God. If there's ever going to be life for a child of God, our source is the Almighty One. Our source... There is no life for a child of God outside of God. We've got to find our place inside of his presence. And when we get our place in his presence, there will be life. Oh, somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. Come on, I want to tell you, the church has got an atmosphere, and that atmosphere's name is Jesus. And as long as we got that atmosphere right, there will be life, abundant life, new life, and everlasting life. Oh, somebody praise him. Come on, lift him up here tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We've got to make sure our eyes are focused on the right source, on the right atmosphere, on the right environment. It's Jesus and nothing else will do. Nothing else will satisfy. We've got to get in that environment. We've got to get in that place. We've got to get in that atmosphere. Oh, somebody praise him. Somebody lift up the name of Jesus right now. Come on. Come on, there's some folks that feel like things are dying around them. You got to get back in the atmosphere. You got to get in the atmosphere. And his name is Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. But it is here that God begins to let us know that atmosphere is everything. If there's going to be sustainable life, there's got to be an atmosphere. There's got to be an environment. There's got to be an ecosystem. Everything's got to be like we talked about last week. It's got to be in order. But there is a reason that God does it that way. There is a reason God set everything in the motion that he did. Amen. Even, even the womb of a woman will tell you that if the, if the environment and the atmosphere is not right, there will be no new life. There will be no new birth. Hallelujah. If the church is going to have revival and continue to have revival, we've got to make sure that we keep our atmosphere right. 
We've got to make sure we keep, amen. Well, I don't know why all of this little this and that matters. We, I don't know why we got to have church on this day and teaching on this moment. Why we got to do practice here and there. And, and I'm not saying anybody said that, but I want to tell you why. Huh? We're trying to make sure the atmosphere always stays right. Why do we emphasize, amen, a church that prays? Why do we emphasize a church that gives? And Why do we emphasize a church that fasts? And a church that teaches Bible studies and reads the Bible? Why does all of those things matter? I want to tell you, because atmosphere is everything, and we want an atmosphere of healing, of deliverance, of life. Oh, somebody praise him. Come on. That's what we're doing on a Wednesday night. We're just setting the atmosphere. We're just making sure the atmosphere is right. That when a sinner walks in on Sunday, they can walk in a drug addict, but walk out an apostolic, speaking in other tongues. You can walk in cussing and walk out full of the Holy Ghost because we set the atmosphere of life, of revival, of deliverance. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and praise him. Come on. Come on, I feel it. I feel it here tonight. I feel that atmosphere already flowing and already working. We got that atmosphere going. We got to keep it right. We got to keep it balanced. We got to keep it intact. Because if that atmosphere ever leaves, life leaves. If that atmosphere ever leaves, revival leaves. If that atmosphere ever leaves, deliverance leaves. And as long as I'm here, we're going to have an atmosphere that is conducive to life, to revival, to healing, to deliverance, to blessing. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. I feel Jesus. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Atmosphere is everything. If you took the atmosphere right now, shoot us up to space, we all cease to exist. Everybody dies. There's an implosion. And I got a few questions to ask here rhetorically for those of us to think about here tonight. What is the atmosphere like in your home? And I, I just been, I don't know why God's been dealing with me about families. But I want to tell you, I, I believe it strong. I've said it before, I'll say it a million more times. Strong families build strong churches. Amen. What is the atmosphere like in your home? What is the atmosphere like when we drive down the road? I got to ask myself the same question. Is it complaining? Is it, am I got something going through the radio that's nothing but a distraction? Do I have something on my phone that is something that really should not be there? I, I, I want to know what, what is it that is there in my home that is not conducive to the atmosphere that I want in the church? Some people say, well, I don't like this in the church. I don't like that in the church. Well, the best way to make a change is to be a change. The best way to make a change in the church is to go home and start making some changes and say, you know what? I, I want a revival to happen in the church, and I'll tell you where revival starts. It doesn't start at the altar. It doesn't start at the pulpit. It doesn't start in the pew. Revival starts at home when you go home and you set the atmosphere and say, we're going to have Jesus in our lives, in our homes, in our families. We're going 
want to have an atmosphere of life, of revival, of prayer, of worship at home. Oh, somebody praise him. Come on. Come on, worship doesn't start at church. It starts at home. Prayer doesn't start at church. It starts at home. Giving doesn't start at church. It starts at home. Come on, somebody pray. Oh, I feel him. I feel him. You can set the atmosphere of the church from your living room. You can set the atmosphere of how high we're going to go as a church right there in your home right there in your car because the people of God if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray I want to tell you, it takes everybody just saying, you know what, we're going to have revival and it's going to be intentional and we're going to go home and let revival start in the living room and move it all the way to the kitchen. It's going to go everywhere. We're going to let this atmosphere permeate every area. It's going to go to the kids' room. It's going to go to the bedroom. It's going to go, to the, it's going to go all the way down the hallway. I'm telling you, this atmosphere thing's everything. I want to make sure there's an atmosphere for my wife to survive. And I want to make sure there's an atmosphere in which God can bless my home. I want that atmosphere to never leave my house. Well, I don't think atmosphere really matters that much. Let's just go to the book of Joshua. And there's a man there just got back from the very first victory that they had. Walls have fallen down that hadn't fallen in 40 years. And Achan's just sees a little garment and just a couple of shekels of silver and gold. He got himself, he got himself a little bit of wealth and a little bit of things and, and things that come from Babylon. Things that are not meant to be in a child of God's house. And he says, I'm going to take it home, and I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and put it underneath my tent. And, and, and I don't even know if his wife knew about it. I don't know if his kids knew about it. I, I don't really know, but I want to tell you what it did do. It affected the atmosphere of his wife, of his kids, of his dog, of his camel, of everybody. Because atmosphere matters. It doesn't matter if it's just one person. We've got to have a unified effort between husbands and wives and kids that say this atmosphere thing it's going to work in our home. We're going to have a revival in our house. Come on. I need some men to say, you know what? I might have allowed some things in the past, but that's got to go today. There's got to be some good women that are keepers of the home. Doesn't mean you stay at home, but that means you say, you know what? Honey, you might have brought that home, but it ain't staying in my house because we got to have an atmosphere where our children are blessed, where our children are saved, where everybody's on their way up. Oh, somebody worship him. Come on, let's pray. Come on, what we feel in the church of the living God. It's going home here tonight. It's going home here tonight. This atmosphere we've been working for all week, it's going home with some folks tonight. One person can change the atmosphere. For the bad, but also for the good. There's a man in the, in the Old Testament. His name is Obadiah. David puts the ark of God, the presence of God on a new carpet. Doesn't read the law, doesn't figure out how the ark's supposed to get back, doesn't realize that the presence of God was never meant to be on wheels, it was meant to be on the backs of men. And hey man, I know of a lot of people we preach about that another time to try to bring the presence of God in an easier way. 
Brother, there's only one way to bring the presence of God in. And that's when we feel the burden, we feel the weight, and we just say, you know what? We accept it, but we want God. I don't care what it costs me, and I don't care what it takes. I want the presence of God in the church. Go ahead and put it on my shoulders. Amen. So there they bring it at the threshing floor. It, it tips. And there's a man that thinks he needs to help the presence of God out. You know, I, I, I could get all in trouble. There's some folks that try to stop the presence of God from falling. Well, we don't need that right now. You can affect the atmosphere of the church. God wants to move, and you just remain unmoved. That's atmosphere. Amen. But when, it, when the body comes together and says, now God's going to move, and we're going to move, we have a move of God. Amen. Amen. And there, David decides, well, uh, this killed a man, and, and because we tried to mishandle the, the presence of God, and, and we, didn't, we didn't figure this out the right way, uh, I'm just going to drop it off at somebody's house. And, and he goes to the closest house and, and says, Obed-Edom, you're closest to the ark. Uh, and and Obed-Edom says, go ahead. I've been waiting on the presence of God for a long time. Uh, and don't put him in the back room. Don't, don't put him down the hallway. Uh, you put him right here in my living room, uh, and we'll make some space for the ark of God. We'll make some space for the presence of God. We'll make some space because my home's going to have the right atmosphere. I'm going to have an atmosphere where God moves. I'm going to have an atmosphere where God's presence can fall in the middle of our living room and God can move and have a prayer meeting with just us four and no more and God moves because the atmosphere has been set for the presence of God. You mark it down. Obadiah makes a place for it. And he reads up on it because he doesn't want any of, his, any of his kids dying. And he doesn't want his wife. And he, he does what's supposed to be done. And he takes care of that ark. And the Bible says everything that Obadiah had was blessed. His kids were blessed. His wife was blessed. His cattle, all of his lands. I want to tell you, when we get God back in the center of our home, when we set that atmosphere in the center of our home and say, God, everything we do is going to revolve right around this. Amen. Church isn't just something we do. It's something we are. And, and God isn't just something we just talk to once a week. But no, I made it up in my mind. This is a lifestyle. And when God is a lifestyle, all of a sudden it affects every area of your life. And you might have been dying in one area. But when you bring God in and put him in the center and you set that atmosphere, there is life where there was death. There is resurrection where there was death. And now your dead finances are alive again. And now your, your, your dead relationships are resurrected. And, and things that you never thought were going to happen start happening and I'll tell you why it's because the atmosphere was set for the presence of a resurrecting God to work in your family to work in your home to work in your life why don't we stand across the building and lift up our hands come on let's pray come on Come on. I feel it right there. Somebody, somebody just tap into it right there. In the name of Jesus. God, we're setting that atmosphere right here, and we're going to take it home. We're not going to leave it at the church. You can go ahead and come home with us. You can go ahead and sit right down in the middle of our living room. You can go ahead and talk to us anytime you want. Move on us anytime you want. We'll be ready for it in expectancy. Come on, there's a blessing coming down in this house. 
There's some folks that you've been setting the atmosphere through the week. You've been preparing your spirit for Wednesday, and now God's saying, I'm going to go home with you. And, and there's other people that try to mishandle that presence and mishandle that atmosphere, and, and, and they might have died along the way. But there's some people in the house of God that are saying, go ahead, put him right in my living room. Put that atmosphere in my home so it can come back to the church. And one family that made sure they set their home's atmosphere right. That ark eventually made it back to the temple. And if the families can set the atmosphere in the home. No, we don't need all that. We don't need all that mess, Aiken. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Well, could, well will I go to hell if I have this? Well, the better question is, do you want it in heaven? Will it benefit you in heaven? There's nobody that's going to make it past those pearly gates and say, well, man, I wish I could. I didn't know I could have done all of this and gone all of here. It's not about how much I can get away with and still go to heaven. It's how far away from the world can I get and how close can I get to Jesus? Because in him I live, I move, and I have my being. He's my atmosphere. And I want God to permeate every home. I want the atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. I want revival to go home into every family and begin to touch every area of your life. I want, I want, this, I want this atmosphere we feel in church that we felt on Sunday, that we felt today, that we felt last Wednesday, that we felt for months and years. I want that atmosphere to go home with everybody because if it goes home with everybody, we can bring it back on Sunday and somebody that's dead in their sins and trespasses can rise to newness of life. Would you lift up your hands and pray? I'm done preaching. Come on, somebody pray. Come on, that's why we pray at church. We're setting the atmosphere. That's why we worship exuberantly. We're just setting the atmosphere. That's why we give. We're just setting the atmosphere. That's why we preach. We're just, we're just setting the atmosphere for somebody to get delivered. That's why we open up the altars. Because we're saying, God, I want my atmosphere to be right. I want my home to be right. I want my marriage to be right. I want my kids to be right. I, I want the presence of God in every area of my life. Because you're my source and you're my atmosphere. And I want you more than anything. I want to open up this altar. Would you come? Can we as a church just make a declaration? This atmosphere we've been creating, this atmosphere we feel, this atmosphere that starts, amen, that, that's right here, it's going to start in my home. And, and every, every soul that's going to be saved, we're going to pray for them at home. And we're going to, we're going to worship at home. And we're going to make sure we bring it back to church. We're going to bring it back to the temple. We're going to bring it back to the house of God. Come on, there's some folks that got to just go home and discard some things and say, this may not send me to hell, but it's ruining my atmosphere and it's, it's ruining my kids' atmosphere and it's ruining my wife's atmosphere and it's ruining my atmosphere. So I'm going to replace that with prayer and I'm going to replace that with worship and I'm going to remove that out of my car and I'm going to put in some word, put in some preaching and I'm going to put in something else, some worship and I'm going to have the right atmosphere.
Come on, that's it. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. Come on, the atmosphere is right for life here. The atmosphere is right for deliverance. The atmosphere is right. Somebody pray.
somebody pray. The atmosphere is set. The atmosphere is right. There's some folks that just need to, if you need healing, lift up your voice and pray. If you need deliverance, pray. The atmosphere is here. God is moving. Let's lift up our hands and let's worship Him. Come on, everything in my home and my life is going to revolve around you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. Come on, let's have somebody pray. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, there is an atmosphere of the miraculous that's here right now. God's been doing great things. And there is an atmosphere right now where if you have a need, why don't you just lift it up and pray? Come on, when there was faith, Jesus said, be it done unto you according to your faith. There's some faith in the house of God. 
It doesn't matter what you're facing. I want you to know God is greater. God is greater. Every knee will bow. Every knee will bow. Come on, let's, let's pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray in this atmosphere for the miraculous, for miracles, signs and wonders to follow, God. That, Lord, as they go home, Jesus, but sure that this atmosphere uh, would permeate every room in that house, God. And, Lord, there would be healings and there would be deliverance and there would be miracles uh, that we testify about uh, because of your goodness, your greatness, and your power. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Come on. I feel Jesus. This is the atmosphere God is blessing. There is favor in this house. There is miracles and blessings. And it's going home with somebody. It's going home with the church. In the name of Jesus. some folks here today who say, well, atmosphere is great, but I don't make an impact. Let me just correct that. Every individual makes an impact on the atmosphere of the church. And every individual has the ability to make an impact on the home. Yes. That's why we come early for prayer. That's why we pray at home. It, it, it all starts with prayer. We're just, we're just getting our spirit right. Amen. Because I, I want to come to church ready to pray somebody else through. I've been praying through all week because I, I want to lay hands on the sick and they recover. I want to see blinded eyes open. So I've, been, I've just been setting the atmosphere personally. I remember when I was, I just got saved. I was about 14, 15 years old. The cops were at our house about every night for domestic violence, drugs, different related things. They parked outside our apartment. No joke, no joke. And, and I felt helpless as a, as a young teenager because the violence I felt at home, there's no way I can change this because they're so messed up. And I just felt like God said, just start praying. Now, I was trying to medicate and I was trying to, to, to do everything else, keep my mind busy and, and just, just do whatever I could and just not focus on the yelling, the screaming and all these other things. I know I might be preaching to somebody who has no idea what I'm talking about, but there are some folks that know. And in that environment, and in that atmosphere, it was, it was violence. And it was, I just started hitting my knees and praying as a 14-year-old boy. I said, God, you got to do something in my home. My parents need to be saved. God, drugs don't rule this home. Jesus rules this home. Come on, violence doesn't rule this home. Jesus rules this home. The Holy Ghost rules this home. The devil doesn't have any claim on this home better believe one night my dad came in my room and said what do I got to do to be saved 14 years old baptized my father in Jesus name God filled him with the Holy Ghost I, I want to tell you you might be small but you're not insignificant and you can make a difference on the atmosphere somebody pray all across the building 
somebody needs to go home and say, devil, you don't rule this house. Jesus rules this house. I don't care if you're five or 50. Jesus, you set this atmosphere of revival in our home. Somebody worship him. this atmosphere this atmosphere that you move we, we love it God I pray that you would go home with every individual that is in this building everybody that is not able to make it tonight I pray that you would touch them in their homes that this this revival would just spread across their lives God I pray that you'd go with this people bless them anoint them use them God I pray Lord that this this atmosphere would go with them keep them safe and protected as they drive home and God help us to come back together on Sunday ready for revival God send somebody that's hungry we'll set the atmosphere and you bring the life you set the atmosphere we'll pray for them we'll lay hands on them and God watch you do the miraculous in the name of Jesus God bless you. Shake hands. Be friendly. Love one another. Please, please, please drive safe. For all musicians and singers, don't forget tomorrow night, music practice right back here. In Jesus' name, God bless you.